0: New York, big city your dreams. I'm coming
1: straight
2: out. New York, New York, big city trains. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. What's going on? This is Jay Ellis from the Nick of Time Show. Here, give you that Nick talk. Just in the nick of time. And the Knicks, once again, lose to these Milwaukee Bucks, 123-108. to I And mean, we got a good fight, man. Honestly, he was in his game for the most part. Saw some good things from Evan Fournier. He backed some words up. We saw RJ Barrett um, do some nice things as well. But all in all, Julius Randle only gives you 9 points on the 9, even though he gives you 10 rebounds and uh, 3 assists. But, you know, these Knicks, they, they kind of fought. But at the end of the day... Too much Giannis, who gave you 38 points. Not enough free throws from these Knicks. And the Knicks ultimately fall to these Milwaukee Bucks for another loss on this daunting road trip. And we are going to talk about it with you guys tonight. Before we talk about it, you're to do, man. Um, first of all, I'm gonna introduce my guys, the man the lit, the legend, the guy with the stats and the facts, man.
3: Ryan G's in the building. Thank you to Knicks Nation who's with us on this late night to talk Knicks Laws y'all are very dedicated and we appreciate it
2: <laughs> absolutely man y'all could be anywhere right now but you here, 1 a.m talking knicks basketball on the knicks loss and um like i said before I- i'm gonna start saying these early in, in the post games please hit that like button the subscribe button uh it helps all the algorithms if you you know even even monetary gifts are helping with the cash ads, but the likes are free and it helpfully me- they help us get seen all right uh so back to this game Yo, the Knicks, the Knicks were in it, man. It's, it's interesting, Ryan. I said this on Twitter. Evan Fournier has, um, Evan Fournier has some nice insights on his on his post game. Sometimes, the last post game, he kind of talked about how, you know, the Knicks need to do something. They need to switch up um, the way they attack because, you know, the, the, the reason why they lost the last game was because the other team's defense switched up the attack and he feels like you know they need to uh they need to uh take advantage of mismatches and and uh you know take advantage of switches and attack 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 and 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 attack smartly attack mismatches smartly and i felt i I felt like evan was i felt like evan had a little something to prove today he had a, a pretty good game today 25 points, 7 rebounds, 3 assists. All are all good game from Evan Fournier. Um, also, so 23 points from RJ Barrett, but we still saw somebody missing, and that somebody is the leader, Julius Randle. Um, tell me, man, what can you say about the game from the starters in general, Julius Randle's performance also in this game?
3: Well, first and foremost, I want to start off by saying this is the first game in a while, for what I can remember, where I was not disappointed with the effort the starting unit as a whole put in on the defense. Because, to be honest about it, this is one of the few games where the starters were the reason why the Knicks were so close in this game. Yeah. Because the second, this, is the, this is one of the few games where the second unit was getting trounced. One of the very few games. So I just want to pick up the starters. You know, the starters actually played well tonight. Um, now, yeah, as you said, Fournier had a good game. RJ Barrett had a good game. Julius Randle, again, you know, this is a game where if the Knicks are going to win this game, especially when you have Giannis on the other side dropping 38 on the Knicks' head, you need that, you need, you need that guy that's going to step up. You need that leader that's going to step up. And for the Knicks, that's Julius Randle. And if Julius Randle is just gonna give you nine points and look disinterested, I think I think Allen Hahn said that Julius Randle didn't even take a shot in the fourth quarter. You know, and that's and that's your leader. You that's a, that's your supposed leader. Like it, it's it's gonna be all bad for the Knicks. And if they if they had the extra scoring from Julius Randle, this is a game that they could maybe pull out or at least keep it tight towards the end to see if they could pull out the win. But with Julius Randle nowhere to be found. Yeah. I mean, this is this is going to be the
2: result most of the time. Yeah, man. Today is one of those games where we just wish that Julius Randle of last year was was available because if we had that guy last year today, with Evan Fournier giving you twenty five and R.J. Barrett giving you twenty three, we might have had a chance to win this game. Um, and it's, it just seems like it's not going to happen this season, man. It's, I, and I've I'm, I'm been trying to hold on for dear life, but it's, he's starting to see like a pattern, and he's saying all the right things. He's saying. You know, he, he kind of made a statement that he wants to be here and he wants to be a positive influence and and lead by example and lead with work ethic and 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 things of that nature. But he has to show and prove it on the court. And he, and I don't know, man. There's things I'm hearing off the court. I'm not hearing that he's being a leader. I'm not. I'm hearing that he's got he's being out of huddles. And once you and and granted today on um today you know he had four turnovers today, right? Yeah, you know, for the turnovers today on the night. Um and it's one of those things where he just he just can't help but turn the ball over. That's just part of his game. Whenever he gets into the post, he gets into trouble. Whenever he drives and to jumps and passes the ball, the Bucks did a really good job of scouting, scouting that passive corner, um, scouting his 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 post games, his post moves and, and taking the ball away from him. So he still hasn't adapted fully. And I grant I get I granted he gave some effort today. But I still feel like he's still struggling to know when to pass, when to shoot. He doesn't know when to take over games. And he's getting a little bit too passive trying to get everybody else involved. And that's, and that's a problem for us, for sure. Yeah, most definitely. And, and who would have thought that you look at the... Yeah, last year, Ryan, if I told you last year that Giannis Antetokounmpo's jump shot would look better than Randall's, <laughs> <laughs> Would you believe me? <laughs>
3: Nah, man, and watching this game, too, like, the Knicks were close a few times, and it's because Giannis is hitting three points. I think the play that really killed the Knicks in this game was, I think, I I, I think it was Grayson Island took a three from the wing. Giannis got the rebound. They doubled Giannis at the baseline, and it's just going to do a nose pass behind his head to Grayson Island for a wide-open three, and he knocks it in, And and I think that play pretty much put the nail in the coffin for the Knicks.
2: Yeah, nah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know It's funny, too, because we've we been dogging Evan Fournier and, and, and Kemba Walker. And after, in this first quarter of this game, Ryan, we couldn't we couldn't stop them. But Evan Fournier and Kemba Walker were the catalysts on the offense's end that actually kept us in this game. It was Evan Fournier, Kemba Walker, and a little bit of R.J. Barrett. And even though we couldn't stop them, I think when they came out of the game, I think we were down by three in the first quarter. And that's when Alec Burks got into the game. And then when Alec Burks got into the game, That's when all hell kind of started to go loose, and Mm -hmm. and we wasn't able to keep up with the scoring pace of these bucks. And I think that was the first sign, and that's the first was that was the first time I was like, "Oh, dang, maybe we should have left Kemba in there a a little bit longer." He was three for four from the field. Evan was three for three; he didn't even miss yet, and he was hitting threes. And um, R.J. Barrett in that first quarter, for me, even though we're down, R.J. Barrett missed a lot of makeable layups. Today, there's a lot of off the backboard roaming out. So I just feel like we hung in there. We just really hung in there, and I, and I felt like you know what, we're getting the shots we want. If we just keep getting these shots, eventually RJ is going to start hitting those, and um, we'll be we'll be a little bit better off. RJ Barrett tonight, though, gives you 23 points. I've been screaming at RJ to hit his free throws, 80% from three. I mean, his free throws, 80% from the free throw line today for RJ Barrett. So gunshots for the line, the 80 <laughs> Baron. Um, all in all, though, these Knicks horrible from free throw line. Sixteen of twenty-eight from the free throw line, which leaves what 10, twelve points on the board. And yeah, that's pretty much that's that's ball game, almost right there. That plus the turnovers.
3: <laughs> yeah, free throws have become the Knicks all season, and also want to throw in one thing in regards to the game as well. Um, I, think a, I think a major reason why the starting unit did so well because if you look at the way the Bucs play, especially that first quarter, the Bucks ran out and scored 39 points in the first quarter. That's because the way the Bucs play, they're running up and down the court. They speed up the pace of the game. And I feel like when the Knicks started to catch up, that starting unit, since, you know, the Knicks starting unit, you know, the play slow anyway, they mm-hmm. like to, you know, slow it down and play the half-court game. I feel like that's where the starting unit took advantage because I think they switched the pace of the game and they slowed it down. So the Bucs weren't running as much, and the, Knicks, and, and the Knicks were able to, you know, methodically get back into the game that way. So it's one of the few times where the Knicks slow play, I think, actually worked in their favor this game. For
2: the most part. Right. I mean, and plus there was there was a it was a time where, you know, I think the Bucks had like the Knicks had like 12, 12 turnovers at one point and the Bucks were scoring off of those turnovers. Uh I think they scored nine points off the turnovers in that first that first half or something like that. And we was down by nine or something like that. So that had a lot to do with it as well. But I uh, give kudos to the Knicks. We couldn't figure out how to stop them. We started getting multiple stops uh by the time that third quarter started to hit. Um, shout out to Evan Fournier. You know, these guys just started playing the passing lanes. And he was able to chip away at the game. We really lost the game. Really, the really start of the loss of the game happened with the second unit. And this is another game where there was a tale of two second units. Oh
3: Jay, I'll be right, be right, back. All right.
2: Okay. The first. All right. Cool. The first half. Right. The first half. The second unit and IQ didn't shoot well, but I felt like he ran the unit good. Well. He got he he took all the he took all the proper shots even though he missed it. Grimes came in there, and he was super aggressive. You know he he turned the ball over a lot, but he was a, a machine from three. He even hit a floater. So um so he he shot the ball well, and I felt like that second unit was the spark that we needed to kind of keep us in the game. And then when the second unit played the the next second unit played the first unit of the Bucks. That's when things started to get into trouble. We really couldn't keep up. You really couldn't keep up, and that's when I feel like the shot selection started to get a little bit questionable, as well. And I think there's a a point in the game where IQ pulled up, pulled a quick three when he should when he shouldn't have. After we kind of needed some momentum, and I think uh, Tom Thibodeau kind of pulled the plug on the quickly experiment at that point, and brought in Kemba and Evan Fournier, and it was a little bit too late at that point. But this is one of those is what it is games. I didn't I expect to beat to win this game. Um, I'm not super pissed at the coach like I usually am at post games today. But uh, it's just is what it is. This is one of those games where you just wish that we really had the talent to keep up because Giannis, Giannis is unstoppable. Giannis is unstoppable going full scene coming downhill on fast breaks. Today Giannis was hitting jump shots. And three-pointers and when things like that happen on a consistent basis it's pretty much damn near impossible to beat these kings and uh and also man guys like drew holiday was in- unstoppable from three in that first quarter and that didn't stop anything as well we-, we really at this point we just needed more talent to win we just needed more talent to win but um saw some nice things today um i'm actually kind of shocked that we saw obi topping Get some extended minutes in this in the second quarter. He finished the game with 15, 14 minutes at, at the end of the game, five points. We saw some OB Randall lineup today because, you know, Noel Noel couldn't handle Giannis and his And we saw Tibbs actually put Randall on Giannis and play OB at the four. So I'm giving Tibbs a little bit of credit for actually experimenting with a lineup for once. Even though it didn't quite work in our favor, I'm um, seeing you're starting to see Quentin Grimes is a six man right now. He's a, well, almost a six man to me. He, he, Quentin Grimes is getting a, a sturdy role. He gives you. I'm sorry, my mouth. I cut my mouth, so it's hard for me to talk today. 11 points on the night. Um, but at the end of the day, we just need more talent. At, at this point, we just need more talent. Salute to you guys, man. Salute to everybody who's rocking with the Kot Show at night. <laughs> Salute to the Delano, Rich Jim, Winston Ellis, everybody else, uh, Sherwin, and everybody else is rocking with the KOT Show. First caller up, man, we got Reaper. Reaper, man, let us know what you want to talk about. man.
4: Hey, what's up? Good evening, fellas. Uh, Jay Ellis, uh, Ryan G, chat. Thank you guys for taking my call. Yeah, same here. I wasn't really expecting us to win this ball game. You know, so uh, there were some good things I saw. You know, it's... um, Obviously, it's um, you know Obi Toppin. He kind of had a little quiet game. They Didn't really like you know look for him a lot. But but man, sometimes when he when he does have the ball, this kid is just electric. I really like you know that's what one thing I really like about him.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: You know, however, when the um, the only bad thing with Obi today, when uh, the coach gave gave that small ball uh, you know uh, lineup a chance, Obi Toppin made two mistakes that I thought were like really bad. So one of them was like when he went to the basket, good move, but he kind of the ball got stuck at the rim and he fell. It took him a little too long to get back on defense because mm. I was looking at that and the Bucks actually shot the ball, they missed, and the uh, the Bucks got the rebound and then I think they got a three pointer off that maybe or some or they scored off of it after they got the rebound. And that was because Obi didn't get back on defense on time. Right. And so then there was another time. Um, you know I think it was like maybe a couple of possessions later he was trying to leak out on a fast break and we didn't get the rebound yeah (laughs) so you know it's I mean he was at the three-point line so I guess it probably uh maybe would I don't know he was at the three-point line but I think we gave up a three-pointer at that point maybe him trying to leak out maybe kind of Screwed up, maybe the rotation. Mitch did something similar to that around.
2: too. Mitch did something similar to that as well. He tried to guard Giannis' three point line, leaked out, Bucks end up getting an yeah. offensive rebound and end up in your score. But yeah, in general, I so, noticed it, that. In general, I noticed that Obi doesn't even leak out anymore, and I think it's because yeah. Coach told him to stop because we're not getting yeah. any boards, and that's why you haven't really seen the Obi leak outs in like three weeks. <laughs> yeah.
4: So I, I with this game, it's like uh, – so that was part of it. But, like, when you have – so it's like um, – with that lineup, actually, I, I'm not – oh, yeah, so with that lineup, Evan Fournier and uh, Campbell, I think, was on the floor. When you have both of those two guys on the floor, it's like it's just really impossible to rebound because, number one, they get – they you know, defense breaks down usually when they're on the floor and mm-hmm. the ball goes swinging around. And then you know it's very dif- difficult to get a position and get a rebound, and we you know that's why we get killed at, at the three-point line. Right. And so um, so that's part of it too. Um, so it's just like it's really yeah. So it's really tough uh, rebounding with those guys on the floor. We kind of we really struggle with rebounding today, especially like closing out possessions and stuff. And um, but in terms of the rest of the game, like R.J. Barrett, he didn't have a great shooting uh, game, but I still like the aggressiveness, how he's really aggressively going to the basket. And so yeah. because of that, he's getting to the line. So that was really cool. Um, you know, but, you know, he's, he had a bad shooting game. But the good thing recently, I want to say, is, like, I do like more the fact that he's, you know, obviously you want more consistency, but at least he's up one game, down one game, instead of being up one game and being down, like, five games, right. ten games. So this actually, this is a huge, for me, this is like, he's taking a huge step to me. Uh, because I feel like, you know, it's a little – he's being more consistent now, although he had a bad game today in terms of shooting efficiency. But, you know, yesterday he shot well. And uh, so uh, with Julius, I mean, I'm glad they're – they're kind of – he's not as aggressive taking a shot, but I still think they're featuring him too much, you know, having him like, you know, trying to create for others. They didn't do it as much in the second half, but – I still think that's too much. And, um, (laughs) you know, (laughs) because he has the ball in his hand a lot. And, like, it's funny. During the last game, I didn't call in for the last game. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just couldn't uh, because I had something else going on. Okay. I thought thought you were disgusted like I was. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I I was disgusted with that last game. Uh, And it's so funny. I've been saying it the whole season. When Julius uh, gets to the basket, when he gets into the paint, a lot of times he'll have a smaller player on him and he'll like pass the ball through a three point. I just don't understand it. Like just take the shot. You know, it was like or you know, that last game where he basically took his man off the dribble, fixed out I think it was out of bye he faked out and had an open layup, it would have been a great finish and he passes it out through the three point line. Yeah. And I think what the announcer basically uh basically killed him for it. He and
2: just... so
4: I'm no, sorry, go
2: ahead. No, he just doesn't. I mean it's everything I've been saying all this. He just doesn't his basketball IQ is just not there, man. It is not there. Yeah. It is bass backwards He passes when he's supposed to shoot and shoot when he's supposed to pass. He's open shots. He passes open shots to dribble into double teams and shoot contested shots. I just he's just all over the place, man. I just uh it's it's frustrating. And Delano says, "Are we are we celebrating moral victories? No, we're not celebrating moral victories. We're just like <laughs> we expected to lose. Got to
4: be positive, a little <laughs> bit, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah, you, you got to be positive about something. So it's like, listen, our, the best thing about this season so far for me is Grimes is a, is a player. He's looking like he's looking like he's going to be something. I feel like Grimes is going to be." on the level, at least on the level of Fournier with better defense by the end of the season if he's getting if he's minutes. And R.J. Barrett has, I can say comfortably now that R.J. Barrett has taken the next step, and I, yeah. and I feel comfortable
4: actually saying it right now. <laughs> yeah, I definitely agree with you. Honestly, with Julie, I think I said this like a couple of weeks ago when that whole drama started with uh, the fans getting all over him. Man, I'm telling you, like – I think Julius is going to tap out. I think he taps out. And I think his agent, like, you know, is going to be done quietly. But I have a feeling he taps out and he requests a trade. And uh, because it's just like, you know, if he's – unless, like, what we saw in the second half keeps happening where they kind of phase him out, where he's not the primary playmaker – so the pressure is not so much where he kind of fades into the background a little bit, because if he can do more of like, you know, some of the stuff he was doing, he did it like a few possessions, uh, where it was like somebody set him up and he just took the shot. You exactly. Know? Or he'll make a quick decision where he has a uh, the lane because somebody got him on a pick and roll and he just drove directly to the basket. If he does that, I think, and rebounds and plays a uh, tough defense, fans are forgiven. Today the yeah. second half, he was kind of checked out, though. You can tell he wasn't even trying to rebound. And I think it was because he was just upset they weren't featuring him anymore. Uh, he wasn't really playing defense the way, you know, he should have been playing. He wasn't rebounding. You know, although he had 11 rebounds today, but late in that second half, there was like a few times where he just, like, he wasn't even trying to get to the ball, you know, to, re- to try to get a rebound or anything. So, but I, I have a feeling, I just have a feeling he taps out. Uh, I mean, like it's, what well, what do you think about that?
2: I, I don't think he's going to tap out. I mean, I think he'll check out, you know how, mm-hmm. I, you know what I think? I feel like it's one of those situations where it's like a it's like a, a guy in a failed marriage where yeah, he'll never ask for the divorce, <laughs> but he'll <laughs> mentally check out until his wife does it for him. I I think that's kind of what's gonna happen. <laughs> it, might, it might happen eventually, where you watching him mentally check out, and then the Knicks. I don't know when it's gonna happen. I don't know if it's gonna happen. I don't know if it's gonna happen. happen trade deadline, I and mean, we'll get to the rumors a little bit later. But I, I, if it, it keep, if it keeps going like this, I feel like it's gonna happen eventually. But it might not be by trade deadline. But
4: yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I hear you. I just think you know the only way for that not to happen is if he takes a lesser role on his team and he re- and really and he starts to hustle. If he's not hustling, the fans pick up on all this stuff. I mean, look at everyone who's like, you know, we have so many people doing mixed talk, uh, you know, and, so it's not like crappy radio where, like, they do, like, one hour a day. I mean, like, everyone is listening to this stuff. So it's like, I don't know. I don't think there's going to be much of an escape for him unless he, you know, he, like, he really hustles. And then the other thing about him, even with the way he's playing, people think, like, everyone is, like, is so, like, either all basically all or nothing with him in terms of his value. Mm-hmm. I know some people think he's, like, his value is, like, really low. His value is not low. A guy who, who can give you, basically, who's a walk in 2010, and if, you, if he can basically, if you can have him in a role where he's not the primary ball, uh, you know, playmaker – right at 2010 he rebounds very well and if he's in a good situation he can play really well for you as like you know someone who's off the ball and (laughs) so i I think that's pretty valuable i think they're going to get a really good return for him so i think people that think it's like you know his value is so low like it's worthless i don't really agree with that
2: it's not as high as it was last year here's the thing man i feel like it's a small a small market team thing man with the small market teams they don't they, they really the small market teams don't really expect to get the big fish in free agency so they have to trade they definitely have to trade and if you're looking around yep. in the league right now um you saw that uh you saw the kings are trying were trying to get Ben Simmons and that trade fell through. Um Ian Begley talked about how um the Kings were interested in Julius Randle last season um mm-hmm. they also are interested in Sabonis as well so that's another name that kind of comp- popped up whenever you hear Sabonis I'm thinking if they're interested in, in Sabonis then they might be interested in Julius because you know because they're almost in the same realm even though Sabonis is kind of actually better this year so I yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying 100% go for De'Aaron Fox but I mean that's a small market team keep an eye on that <laughs> Who knows if it'll happen this season or whatever, but keep an eye on that. I know they're trying to have a fire sale over there. and They seem like a little bit motivated, but um, these, these small market teams, man, they might be the ones who take over Julius Randall. Okay. You know what? We'll see what happens It's New York. The pressure gets to you. You're in a small market now. We'll take care of you and there's less pressure. Do what you do. So I can see that happening.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree. The only thing I'm worried about everybody is like, you know, it's for uh, Derek Rose to come back. I mean, you see Kemba Walker, Tim Walker should not be playing much over 20 minutes, and the coach played him damn near 30 minutes today. <laughs> so, Yeah. Um, if if Derrick Rose comes back, man, the coach is going to be playing Derrick Rose like 35, 40 minutes a game, and he's going to get hurt again within a week. Uh, yeah. I just, you know, uh, but, you know, I'm, I wasn't too upset with everything, you know, with the stuff the coach did today. I thought he actually did a pretty decent job today. Yeah. Um, you know, but, but the one thing, like, it did show, though, like, The whole small ball lineup. He probably, you know, he probably should have went to that a little earlier, because it's almost like when he went to it late, it's almost like you know, it's fine, it's good to make, it's better late than never, but it almost like it's admitting defeat, right? Your game plan is not working, and so you got to do something else, right? Mm -hmm. And so he usually doesn't even do that. that. So that's (laughs) yeah. So at least he did that. But I think it's probably something you should have done earlier. Honestly, we should be able to punish teams for playing small against us, like the Cavs do, mm-hmm. but and some of the other good uh, teams that have big men do. But, unfortunately, it's just like our guard play is just not – well, it's not that the guard play is not really there. I just think we're not using the guards enough because <laughs> like, it's all going through Julius. So. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll you know what, I'll, and I'll, give, I'll, I'll shoot coach some bell too. With Kimball Walker's minutes, because IQ came in in the second half, and like I said, he did really well running the team in the first half. Even though I don't feel like he shot well, mm-hmm. I feel like he's I feel like he took the correct shots. You know, the second half yeah. when he made on that when he went when when, he, when the Bucks starts going to run, and he just decides to not run the offense and kind of just do a pull up three over mm-hmm. like a center, and then tips calls yeah. timeout. You never saw him again. I think that was I think I think that was why he was like, All right, go let's go back, Kimba. And at that point Kimba was having a good game. So I yeah I, so I, I see I see why he did it this game, but you're you're right. We have to you kinda know, watch Kemba's kind of minutes and Derrick Rose's minutes. But I feel like if IQ played better in that second half, mm-hmm. Kemba's minutes might have been more closer to like twenty five or so.
4: I get it, that that's definitely true. But you know, this is why early in the season, you know well, uh, although like IQ was the one who was getting all the reps at point guard during summer league, and they put a lot of time into him, you know, I, I kind of, you know, I, I still feel like McBride. They should have been bringing him up a little bit at a time. At least they have, you know, another option. But mm-hmm. it is what it is, and you know, and it's hard. You know, he the coach doesn't have, you know, there's the one thing with the coach too. He, he doesn't have a ton of options, in my opinion. Like, you know, if something, if one thing is wrong, where are you going to go? Especially with the point guard position, right? It's like, if like, obviously, you know, Kemba, if he's struggling and then, you know, I mean, IQ, he's up and down. Is like, right. what else are you going to do? Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah, not a lot of options. Exactly. But, you know, thank, you know, thank guys for taking my call. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. You
2: know, so Absolutely, man. You guys have a good night. All right, man. Have a good night, man. Woof. Shout out to my guy Reaper. Gunshots for you. Thank you for calling in, man. If you want to call on your rados and do hit the uh call that number below 319 The The Lionel Smith says, I I don't he don't want Darren Fox. He says, give me hallie Give me hallie It'd be fun if he traded for Halley, because I feel like hallie was like low key throwing us shade because we didn't draft him. <laughs> nah I see yeah, I don't know if you remember that, Ryan. Um, yeah, I think I yeah I think I
3: recall that because the Knicks were definitely looking at Halliburton, but they and they um instead went with um the big man Topping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So.
2: Yeah, but I mean, I like Halliburton. Halliburton is 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 a is a nice player. So, uh, it's just yeah, the money. It's the money. It's the money. Like it's gonna be Halliburton and what? Who else? Because I don't. He's on a rookie contract right here.
3: Yeah, and I don't and honestly. I think if Sacramento's gonna move somebody, I don't think it's gonna be Halliburton because they just drafted him i think if anything it would be darren
2: fox right like i only i only feel like they would do that if it's like we get picks and they attach him to somebody you don't want type of situation but it's yeah. it seems like they're willing to just go fire sales, and and i don't know sacramento's kind of i don't know i feel like their front office isn't always that on point so they can make stupid moves just like anybody else can <laughs> <laughs> Big Reaper, shout out to Big Reaper. is a ten dollars super chat. Says do not trade Obi. Um, yo, at this point, Ryan, with the way Randall is playing and the tea leaves, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just get to some of the tea leaves today because I'm out right now. Right, first tea leaf. Mm-hmm. It's because there's been a lot of Knicks news has been going on this week, Ryan. I don't know if you know this, but Ian, it's been Ian too that's been dropping gems. It's not. It hasn't yeah. been. <laughs> it's been Ian and. The first gem that Ian dropped was that a team who has contacted the Knicks got the impression that Randall could be moved for the right price. Um, And, you know, for the right price can mean anything, right? Like, we don't know if it's Ben Simmons type of price. where you know, they say they want to trade Ben Simmons, but the asking price is astronomical. We don't know if that's the case. Or... But the fact that for the right price to me was put in that, because you know, Ian Begley is very careful about the words he chooses when he talks about trades. He doesn't like to be say definitively, definitively, definitively anything is going to happen or not happen, right? So when he says for the right price, it makes me believe they're th- going to be thinking about it, especially when you contrast it with the news that we got today, Ryan. And the news that we yeah. got today was – Teams have been acquiring about Obi Toppin and Emmanuel quickly, but the Knicks hold them in high regard. So that's all different. That's a completely different tone than the Julius Randle news. If, if, if they said Julius, teams have been calling about Julius Randle, but they hold Julius Randle in high regard. To me, that signals they're more on the fence about trading him. But like, so those two news stories going back to back makes you believe that they're more inclined to keep OB and keep IQ and less likely and more open to trading Randall. That's what it that's what it feels like. And in general, shout out, shout out to the front office because they kept Grimes out of a trade package just last week for Cam Reddish, including Knox. So it seems like the front office is kind of prioritizing the youth right now. And uh, if that's the case, um, kudos to the front office, man, because that, that's what it feels like.
3: Yeah. Um, usually, when a team says a player is available for the right price, that basically means if you come, if a team comes through and it's a trade that they just cannot turn down, they will pull the trigger on the trade. So, yeah, this St. Julius Rand is available but it's saying he's not going to be available for just anything. You're going to have to offer us a pretty good package to get Julius Randle. That's what I take it as. And, of course, you know, the fact that they hold OB and IQ in high regard, because this is what I think, because I feel like if the Knicks are looking, like if the rumors are true and saying that Knicks are trying to offload the veterans, other teams are going to inquire about the Knicks' young pieces because they're going to be like, okay, well, if if you wanted to take a Julius Randle, if you want us to take an Evan Fournier or whatever the case may be, you better attach a draft pick. You better attach an asset to that, a young asset to that for us to take on those contracts. Right. So I feel like that's where the rumor comes in about, you know, teams inquiring about OB and they're inquiring about IQ. But, of course, the front office is doing the right thing by holding those players in high regard because you see promise with IQ, you see promise with OB. And with the way the veterans are playing currently with the Knicks, I mean, you have to look towards the future, you have to look towards the young players, so I can see that so what I, yeah, so you know from what I'm hearing from the front office, it seems like the front office is acting very competently, you know they're acting you know within the best interest of the team, and they and the front office has an idea that it's going to be the young guys that's going to carry the Knicks into the future these the vets are not cutting it right now for the Knicks.
2: that that's a really good point, ryan that's a very really good point because I because the other part of the news that also came out was the Brian Windhurst news, and you know sometimes with Brian Windhurst you take it or leave it, right? <laughs> uh, you take you, like it's not the, it's not shams, it's not you know it's not shams, it's not Ian So you like some Brian, so his news came out and they said his news says that the Knicks are trying to move veterans. Um, looking at Fournier, looking at Alec Burks, right at this point of the season the way they're playing it might not be so easy to move them so you might be absolutely right ryan teams could be like okay yeah we'll we'll take fournier but uh can we add iq like (laughs) (laughs) and at that point it might be a a no for me though i'm not adding iq to, to, to think to add iq to move fournier who we just just got here for 17 million that would suck (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would suck. And even Alec Burks. I feel well, maybe it might be a little bit easier to move Alec Burks. Um, but he's a little bit on been on a downtrend. It might be easier to move him next season. Who knows? But hopefully you find a team who will be, he'll be able to take them. There's teams out there who are, who are desperate for kind of backup point guard help. The Cavs come to mind for sure. Um, so maybe we can try to move something with him. But who knows what their asking price is? I can see them asking for, you know, a pick or something. But they also have, they also have Ricky Rubio. So, you know, when you have a, a guy who's expiring and he's a dead cap, we can also ask for a pick in exchange for that as well. So maybe that's something. Maybe the cash is something we look to explore to, to do some business with. Who knows?
3: It was to, to get Burks because if if you talk about the point guard position, they just they just, they just acquired Ronald the other day, so they have Rondo to back up Garland.
2: Oh yeah, that's right, they do have Rondo.
3: Yeah, back so up the, so the Cavaliers, if,
2: I think if the Cavaliers were to make a move, it, it wouldn't be for a point guard. It would be for hmm. You know what? You're right about that. You're right about that. You know what else? You know what I'm thinking about? that I'm thinking about. Um, Colin Sexton. I'm thinking about. I'm yeah. thinking about. They have Colin Sexton there. They have Colin Sexton and they have Ricky Rubio there who's dead cap. They Obviously, Darius Garland seems to be the more competent point guard out of the two. I can see them trying to offload him at some point. So I think that's something else to look at as well. I'm not sure yeah. what the asking price should be. Um, also, I'm not even completely sure if we want to move, if you want to go that direction, at point guard. Because I know you also heard Jalen Brunson is a guy that we're be looking at as well, who's a guy who could potentially lead the Dallas Mavericks. So I can see the Knicks trying to move, make a move for him as well. But again, what's the ask right for Jalen Brunson? Are you gonna give up the young guys and a pick for Jalen Brunson, or are you gonna wait until the offseason to try to sign him as a free agent?
3: Yeah, even though Jalen Brunson is kind of interesting because when I look at Dallas's lineup, he starts for Dallas right now. He starts alongside Luca, so I'm he's not the backup point guard anymore. He's a she's like more of a. I I well I, I mean I don't know how they play Luca and Brunson in the backcourt because I don't really watch a lot of Dallas games, but I would assume that Luca Luca would be the point, right?
2: Yeah, Luka, you know what? It, but you know what it is too. They lost. They just lost uh, Tim Hardaway Junior. to an injury, so they probably had okay. to end up moving Brunson into the starting lineup to kind of ease that. So maybe they want to take maybe maybe they maybe they'll be like, okay, we'll take we'll take Berks on because we need the help, and we might you know. Maybe it's something like that
6: Who knows that
3: Yeah because yeah, I'm trying to think Whatever, What other point guard do Dallas have Besides Luka and Brunson I can't think of another point guard that they have So to me I'm like Why would they really move Brunson in that case Wouldn't right. Brunson be I think Brunson would be more of like a free agent signing You know once his contract is up
2: Yeah it's one of those things Where if they can be scared that he's going to leave in free agency But they're also in the middle of a championship chase You yeah, know what
3: yeah, I'm saying that, yeah, that, yeah that too
2: so it's gonna be that balance, but they also gonna need a piece because they lost Tim Hardaway Jr. So they can try; they might be able to try to like fulfill, get a piece from there. We have wings galore. <laughs> True. We have wings galore, so that could be something too. But I, I, I can still, I can still see them end up asking for a pick.
3: In, well, any, yeah, of course, because Brunson's a good young player, so
2: right. In any of those situations. Sharon goes, why do you guys want to trade uh Burks? Bruns- uh, That's dumb. Um, Actually, Burks is a decent player, man. Burks is a decent player. But as you see, we have Cam Reddish here. And at some point, we're going to have to give Cam Reddish time. And the Knicks have the second hardest schedule remaining in the NBA. As of now, it just doesn't look like we're going I can't. I don't know, man. I don't see it. Hap- I don't see it happening at this point. Like I'm not sure. I, I know the Knicks feel like they might be able to turn around, but I don't see. I don't see significant progress happening with this team as constructed. So it might be better to get some cam, some minutes after the after the trade deadline to kind of get him on the track to improving his value, improving his play, getting used to his team. And starts looking for the future at this point. Like it might be, it's, it seemed like it's almost time. Cause like I said, it like I said last week. I feel Cam, you know, trades could be made by a trade deadline or by the summer. And depending on how we play up until the trade deadline, I feel like it's going to dictate what we do and how fast moves are made. And because it seems like we're falling out of the playoff chase, I feel like by the t- by the time the trade deadline hits, if we keep losing games at this place, it's going to be more. It's going to be more and more likely that we're going to be able to we're going to be moving players and players who will be who will be moved so they can play can't, so can't complain would be have to be wings. That that's pretty much what it is.
3: Yeah, like I would agree with Sherwin if the Knicks are actually winning games, if the Knicks were you know in a solid playoff spot and they were a good team, but the Knicks schedule is tough going towards the trade deadline. And like you said, it's gonna depend on how the Knicks do within these next couple of days. If the Knicks keep on losing games, they're gonna fall more and more out of the playoff spots. And if that's the case, why are you gonna keep these veterans here for? Exactly. You have young you you have young guys here that you're trying to develop. You you just traded for Cam Reddish from the Atlanta Hawks and you have him on the bench and he's not getting no type of burn whatsoever. So you you don't even know what you have in Cam Reddish. So if you're gonna, so if you want to find out what you have in Cam Reddish, if you want to find out what you have in the other young guys, you have to move some of these veterans so that these young guys can get the minutes, so the Knicks can see what they have in these young guys and and what they can actually give to the team.
2: Exactly, I agree with you. I agree with you. And it would be who it be who tips too at that time to ease up on the minutes on Julius Randle. It would be hoove him. I, that would have to be done. Uh. Salute to the chat, man. Shout out to the chat. Y'all could be anywhere in hell, but you're here with us talking Knicks basketball almost 2 a.m. in the morning. If you like the show so far, please hit the like button and subscribe button. And um, yeah, we're here after every post game. Talking Knicks. Um, next post game, though, because I know we have, we're on a little bit of West Coast trip. I might do like the next day type of situation where we do it the next day because during the work week is going to kind of be kind of tough. So I'm, so I'm, I'm still kind of decided that. But look out for that, all right? But shout out to everybody who's rocking the K T show, and you know, we'll, we'll, let's talk some next basketball. Next caller up, we got Stan Nowak. Stan, let us know what you want hey to talk guys. about, sir. Yeah, How man, what's going on?
7: Um, I, I watched this game um from start to finish, and I had the analytics up from start to finish. And um, what I saw at the beginning of the fourth quarter, um was let's just start with Kemba. Cause I got three guys. I want, I, I want it. I want gone. Mm. Uh, Kemba's one of them, as you gentlemen know, uh, Kemba was plus 15, um, in the beginning of the fourth quarter tips has to take that analytics sheet and, and just throw it in the garbage. You can't coach off of, off a piece of paper. And I know he studies the analytics. um, and by the end of the game, he was plus six. Right. Uh, and I don't know where he ended up. Um, and Burks, well, that's a foregone conclusion. The man's got to go. The man who was an absolute disgrace today uh, and has disgraced himself uh, through more than half of the season is Julius Randle. Yeah. man's got to go. Okay, I mean, I I I started to be a a, a rabid Nick fan, 1973 championship. Okay, oh, I can't. Okay, well, so hang on. Okay, um, I'll give you the. I'll give you the. I I know the play it was a nine man rotation. Um, the the starting the starting point guard obviously was Walt Frazier. Right. Red Holzman didn't bench Walt Frazier, then bring him back. <laughs> if you were benched by Holzman, I mean, it, it, it's just idiotic. Okay, uh, so y- you don't do that. So okay, Kemba Kemba goes. Okay, if Dave the Busher would have done what Julius Randle did, the Busher would have been off the team. Mm. Okay, uh, and and I'm surprised he's not gone now. Who's the biggest four available? Who's the who's the tallest? Four available because the last Nick we had that could guard um, Giannis was Porzingis.
2: Nah, that was not Porzingis. Can guard Giannis? It was, I call Noah oh. Von Ley was the last Giannis stopper we had. <laughs> Noah Ley and uh, actually, Noel oh, did what? A pretty did pretty well um, the game the game before this,
7: but uh, not today. Okay, all, all right. Yes, yeah, he did pretty well, but I mean Julius. His heart's not in it. He he knows he's gone either either at the trade trade deadline, or in the off season. He knows it. I feel like he uh, knows it, so. <laughs> and and um, well, I can see it. So the the question is, do you even want to give your fans one decent play-in game, or do you want to go to the lottery? Because I don't think the draft is all that great this year um it, it, i don't know who he would get for him how, you know how tall is jerry and grant he's like what six nine six
2: eight
7: i think so well which is it because julius is six eight i think, I think he's listed as six
3: nine i believe yeah i think, I think grant, he's listed.
2: i think i think it was, the, thing, the thing is mm-hmm. with grant is he just has a lot he has i think he has like a seven foot wingspan or something crazy like that so it's, it's a different yeah. it's a different type of six eight okay
7: all right, so is he? I would think that would be it. Would behoove the Knicks to have a guy with a real big wingspan trying to defend Giannis? I mean, because you 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 can't get worse defense than I saw today uh, on on Giannis. Man had forty points. Yeah, I mean, that that's, they had. I, yes, it's Giannis. I, I I get it. He's he he's an MVP. I get it. It's you know. It's, it's a great team, but, um, I, I, there's no fire there and Kemba, Kemba got that plus 15 by playing with the second unit and literally bumping in too quickly, you know, trying to get back on whatever he was doing. Those three veterans are, should, should go. I I can't see, I, you know, you've got to, you've got to keep, you've got to keep some respectability to the team. And, um, I guess what, 37 minutes, nine points. Okay. But what worse, what was worse was his defense. You know, he, I mean, he's strong enough to use his body on Giannis and kept him to 30 points. Let's well, say you know well, Randall wasn't. You know what
2: it is though too. Randall wasn't guarding Giannis all night. It was first. It was Mitchell Robinson. They had no Mitch was. Well, Mitch was guarding Bobby Portis at a certain point. Yeah. Then they had. Then they had yeah. Mitch on Giannis. Then they had. Then they had a Noel on Giannis. Then when things got out of hand, Tibbs pulled Noel and had Randall at the five and Obi at the four, and that didn't work either. So I mean,
7: yeah, no, and that's never going to work because neither one of those guys is a five.
2: Yeah, but he—it's he,
7: it's just not going to work.
2: We didn't have the per- we we don't have the personnel with the That's pretty much what it is. Like yeah, <laughs> it is—it is, well, doesn't well, matter who—it not matter who we put on him.
7: Like yeah, it was a former
2: two-time MVP, right there. Exactly. So
7: he, uh, all right, well, <laughs> Cam Reddish. One, what? Name me one thing you 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 know Cam Reddish is gonna do. One thing,
3: Cam Redd is not well, going well, to Giannis either. Yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's definitely not. Definitely not. Even you know, Cam is a good one-on-one defender, but Giannis might be too much, though. Uh,
7: yeah, but I think uh, you know. Again, the long arms. You you got to get into the guy's face. You're not gonna. You're not gonna. You're not gonna defend him by by using your body, Julius. Right. Yeah, great strong guy body. You know, good rebounder, but those rebounds could be picked up by somebody else. Uh, it, he just happens to be there, and you know, the the centers, you know, they're pretty much maxed out on how many rebounds they can take. So, okay, Julius yeah. is the four, and he rebounds. Um, but I mean, it, it's it's just disgraceful. I I didn't see I didn't see any enjoyment here. Um, and frankly, I didn't think Quick played as bad as it's it's made out to be. Yeah. Julius Julius has disgraced the team. Yeah, I, man, I agree and, with you, man. I I don't feel like and, and, and yeah, and and whenever they when he's got to be, he can't be back next year. He might so not. N- none next. of those three guys can be back next year. Fournier, that uh, you know, everybody's going you know, to get rid of Fournier. Why? He actually can drive to the basket. He can get to the basket quicker than Kemba. In most situations, it just Kemba, you know, uh, felt pretty good tonight. He got to the basket and then nothing. Nothing yeah. when you need him in the fourth. Nothing. And yeah. yet he's still in there. And I watched him go down. I watched him go down from 15 to 6 throughout the fourth quarter. What on earth? What, what is the point? You take those analytics. You can't coach by analytics. Anybody who's coached at any level, you can't coach by analytics. The people that coach by by the by the stats, those are the coaches that lose. You, you gotcha. coach with your gut. Got gotcha. And my gut said, "What the heck?"
2: <laughs> I, and I get it. And, and, <laughs> and, 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 I get it. And saying. I
7: and I frankly okay, okay. am toning it down. I get it. I feel, you, now, it. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. You get yeah, it, and, yeah. and I'm, I'm sure gonna, you agree. So I agree. I I'm going to get man. off and let somebody else vent. Gotcha. Because it's not fun <laughs> to watch the Knicks anymore. It's, it's it's not fun.
2: It's not, man. And
7: Julius did it to himself. Right, take care, man. guys. All right. Take care, man.
2: Take care, yeah. man. Frustrated Knicks fans there, man. Frustrated Knicks fans. Man. And, and I'm a, I'm a, I'll say it before. I'm going to say it again. Tonight... Tonight is one of those nights where we just we didn't have the talent. That's we lost because we didn't have the talent. Like I'm not as pissed as I was when we played the Heat because the Heat, the Heat game, the Heat yeah, game, they thrashed the Knicks. <laughs> they thrashed them. They thrashed one. They thrashed the Knicks. Two. I felt like the coach. I feel like we might not have had the talent to beat the Heat, but I feel like the t- the coach kind of lost that game for us. In general, even if he had the talent or not, the coach didn't put us in the best position to even have a chance to see if he won that game, which is why the Heat game pissed me off so much. This game, it didn't matter who was on there; no one was stopping Giannis. When Giannis is hitting jump shots, it's a wrap. Like there's nothing yep. you can really do. <laughs> my <man> is, <laughs> he's my man. He's my man. hitting threes and, and pull up <laughs> jumpers. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And we and we put he had Mitch on the guy and Randall on the guy, so one thing I'll say was this, Evan Fournier today had a pretty good game. Um, he's actually, I don't know what happened to Evan Fournier. This handle get better as the season started to go on.
3: I, I don't know.
7: Because
2: <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like he was handling the ball better. He was shooting off the dribble. He, he, he found Mitch for a nice pass in the post. He's passing the ball better. It seemed like Evan had a pretty good game overall. And he's backing up what he was talking about in the, in the post game from the game before. So I, I give some props to Evan. I give props to Evan. I give Quats, Quentin Grimes, and um, yeah. That's and I give props to RJ. Man, that, those are my three game, my three guys who I'm giving props to tonight. Really,
3: mm. yeah. And I just want to throw this in right quick. Out of all the veterans on the squad on the squad right now, I think the one that I'm most hesitant to trade is Fournier, just for the simple fact that he can actually. Like Stan said, he can actually get to the basket at times. He has a little foot game. He can shoot the ball. He can actually he can actually provide a shooting pop. But the thing with Fournier is that in a team with a defensive coach like Dibs, you have to surround a guy like Fournier with defensive pieces to you know, to to kind of cover up for his def you know to kind of cover up for his defensive effic- inefficiencies on you know on the on on the defensive end. So. You know, you can't have Fournier on there with you know other guys that That's not gonna give full effort defending. You know, so I think Fournier can still have a spot on the team, but you know he you're gonna have you're gonna have to surround him with defenders pretty much if you want the team to defend at a high level.
2: Yeah, Fournier, and you know what, it was, you know what, it was, Fournier has some nice defense. Fournier was Jekyll and Hyde. First half of the game, I feel like there was a sequence in general where he like he turned his head and the guy relocated on three and then hit a three, right? But then in the second half, I feel like he was in the middle of a lot of these steals and a lot of these um good defensive possessions that led to fast breaks that cut into the lead. So Fournier is one of those guys where I feel like if you motivate him correctly, he can play defense. Um and he can have more good games. I feel like he's one of those guys where his value can actually rise next season if he gets comfortable playing with us. Um, and it'll be hard, it'll, it'll be easier to trade him later later down the road. I feel like And actually get yeah. have more fair value.
3: Yeah, like like you said, I feel like it's you have to surround him with the right defensive pieces. You know, you have to have, you have to surround him with guys that's gonna you know really get at it on the defensive end, and that and that's gonna raise his level as well. Right. If you're gonna you know if you're gonna surround him with Kemba Walker and and with Julius Julius these guys is not gonna really give a lot of effort on defense. That's just gonna lower his level on defense, and that's gonna make him look bad on defense as well. So I don't know. That's my opinion. That's my personal opinion anyway. Like out of all the vets, that's the one that I'm least
2: like pissed at pushing to the trade. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a long like he's he's gonna come a long way from the beginning of the season when everybody wanted him going. Now everybody's like ah. I mean, some people are saying we have him going, and I feel like people who want him going have a case, and people want him to stay at yeah. a case. Like, I, I, that's how I feel about Evan you right now. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's one of those things where it's
3: like, I'm not mad at the Knicks trade him, but... I'm not mad if the Knicks keep them. It's one of those yeah, things. Yeah, it's one of those
2: things. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, next caller up, we got Nickham up. What's going on, Nick I, I, are, are you like in the corner somewhere? I feel like you're not working right now.
8: Mm, nah, nah. What's nah. going on, guys? Not today. I'm off tonight. I'm off tonight. Nah, I am gotta sup? keep it down. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> up. Okay. 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 <laughs> I'll be sleeping. What's going on, guys? What's going on, man? Yeah, man. Uh, I, I want to have a fire sale, man. Get rid of, get rid of, get rid of all the the vets, man. I'm turning my my back on Julius. I called him the other day, saying, kind of don't want to do it. But you know, he's done.
2: Yeah, it seems like he don't want to
8: be there. I don't. I, I don't. I don't even want him there anymore. It's like forget it, bro. You know, you're not even <laughs> hustling on the D or nothing. He's completely like checked out. Uh, Fournier. I would get rid of him if possible. But I'm not averse. I was listening to Brian's uh, take on him. You know, if, if I'm not, I'm not attaching no assets. For any of these guys, though. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't – I mean, I'm not that desperate to get rid of them. I just would like to play the younger guys. You yeah. know what I mean? Just, you know, it, a full rebuild. The hell could it, man. I, you know, we, we've been through – I mean, I, I know there's a lot of Knicks fans that don't, they want they, – they're just looking for names, man. Any name, they don't care. To get a name on the team so that we can go to the playoffs and lose in the second round. <laughs> I don't even want to do that. I, I'd rather – you know, we never had a true full rebuild. You know, I know we, we're trying – you know, and right. it looked like we were building, but I mean, our leader, Julius, like, look what you I mean. I don't know. He's not, not for us. He's not leading. The, the lights are too bright. I mean, get what you can, you know, get, you know, buy out Kimba. Like I said, I don't think that we should trade Kimba to, to, I don't know, Keep it respectful. To Sacramento yeah. or some, some team. He doesn't want to, you know, yeah. he came, he came, came to New York on a buyout. So I think we should buy him out, let him go to where he wants to go or you know we, you know, if he don't mind being traded somewhere, and we get something for him, we, you know, whatever to do that. But uh, if Julius got to go, if Fournier could stay, you know, let's just go with the kids. Let's just play with the kids. You know, start uh uh quickly mm-hmm. at the one. Uh, I mean, if is on the team. Leave him at the two. If not, you know, RJ at the two, uh, Reddish at the three, OB at the four, Mitchell at the five. <laughs> and then you know we got our bench players still, so they just. I mean, I'm I'm just you know, I don't know. I feel you, man. I'm I'm defeated. I I, I was I was debated. I almost went to the game in Miami, but I, I worked I worked that night and I was this close. My brother bailed on me, so I was like, you know, oh, so I'm man. glad I ain't go. I'm glad yeah, you ain't I will go, go, man. I will go. I'm glad
3: the, you ain't go, yeah.
8: <laughs> I'm, I'm going to the other one regardless, man. It's on a Friday night. I think it was on the 25th of March. We went to that one regardless. Okay, know. okay. So win lose, I don't care. Uh, you know, I still go out there. I'm a Knicks fan. You know, been through. You know, like I said, I'm living here. And I, I was at work all night with my Nick hat too. That's what's so up. I didn't sub. take it off for nothing. Yep. So tag us there on on, on you
2: IG or whatever. So you, you shout you out on IG if you're going on the 25th. <laughs> uh,
8: I'm not. I'm not on any of the. I'm not on all social media like that. Okay. Okay. That's no, cool. I have social media actually. <laughs> One <of those> <laughs> all, good, so. all good. All
2: good. All <laughs> good.
8: Got you, got you, man. So, yeah, man. I don't know, man. This is a a rough a rough way to start the weekend, but uh, like I said, I appreciate you guys. Everyone that's listening, make sure y'all hit the like button and subscribe and share. Also share, right? Yes. You guys are here at 2 o'clock now in the morning, you know? <laughs> you'd be doing whatever it is they could be doing. And uh, they're here, you know, working for us, you know, letting us vent, giving us, you know, airways and letting us chat.
5: Topping
8: mm-hmm. it up in the chat, so... Appreciate what you guys do. Uh, like I said, uh, I guess hashtag full rebuild, man. Let's just you know blow it up, but uh, but not you know don't don't trade you know don't don't pack don't don't give any assets for anybody really. No assets, man. I'm with you. Yeah, man. I'm with you. I, I, I got a question though about Tibbs. I know we talk about your Tibbs know, is a good coach, but why is it that like we got to help him out? Why is it like we got to help him out like by getting rid of these people? I mean, like I'm just wondering, like cause you know
2: this heat man, to fire, man. Tis be <laughs> huh? it's too it's, it's, it's two, it's two <laughs> yeah. ways it's, there's two ways I see this ending guys two ways one you know we, we trade these vets and to clear the clear way for the youth because you know Tibbs is not gonna do it himself two and this is something I don't even think Leon wants to do but he might have come from on high talk to Tibbs and like listen we want to, uh, we don't want to attach any youngins or picks to move these vets, so you're gonna to have to bench them. <laughs> and if that happens, I don't like, I, I'm not sure they want to do it, but I feel like it's the only other way. If they, if people are asking for picks and, and young pieces, I, I, I can't see it, I don't want to do that. I don't, I don't yeah. know if they want to do it either. And they have, they would have to talk to tips at that point, and I feel like that goes against their own philosophy, too. I, I feel like. I feel like they want they to have – they want to give tips and control to do tips things. But tips be t-
3: Yeah, <laughs> pretty much.
8: <laughs> uh, right, and and then, and I don't know if you guys seen as a late – Alec Burke kind of fell off a little bit. I know he did a little – Oh, day, yeah. I'm yeah. thinking, you know, he, he, I think it's because of the trade deadline, and, you know, you don't want to be traded, you know. It's, you know, it's, it's pretty rough to be, you know, here in this city and then, you know – that's right. And but another city tomorrow, you know, in the middle of the season. You know, the off season is different. You know, you got the whole off season to, you know, move and get situated. So, I think Alec Burks knows it, you know, is hearing it. And I think he's kind of just going through the motions right now. And I, you know. That's a good it his all because I don't think he wants to be traded. That's just my opinion, though.
6: That's
2: a good point, man. I know he's tired of being traded, he's been traded like every almost every year of his career. So he's trying to <laughs> yeah, stay someplace. Yeah, this is the longest contract he ever <laughs> so. got. So, <laughs>
6: yeah,
8: so you're so, right. About you know, because he, 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 we've seen the ball, he, you know, that's right. the fourth quarter. I mean, I haven't seen that and I don't remember when it was the last game, but
2: absolutely. Now, you're right, you're right, man. Alec Burks, yeah. but he might be going, might be the next victim. Sorry, Alex, but. Alex, yeah, yeah. I, I
8: mean, you know, he's too. He, he, these guys are older. You, you know, they, we're not going to win now, so might as well, you know, get these guys ready for tomorrow. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Get these young guys. You let them get burned. You know, if, if we make the playoffs, which I doubt we would, but hey, if we do, great. Make the playing, great. You know, but they, they just develop these young guys and just you know give them burn. Absolutely, man. Yeah. You know,
2: absolutely,
8: man. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I know, I don't know if anybody out there is going to come save us, but. It don't look like it. So Nobody. It's just develop what we got, man. <laughs> exactly. It's just develop
2: what we got. And... Exactly. I'm with you, You man. know what I mean? I'm with you, man. Yeah. Thanks for calling in, Nick. I'm up. Got you got another call No problem, in man. The queue. I appreciate All you kicking right, in with night. us in 2 a.m., man. Good night, man. Yes, sir. Thanks for the call. Whew. All right. <laughs> we, well, we need some energy right now at 2 a.m., so we got our K.O.T. coffee. And tell them, Alejandro. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Tello? Testing. 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 T- test.
1: Hey, how you doing tonight, Jay ellis Hey, how you <laughs> doing tonight? Stacks and facts. Ryan G, are y'all ready? I don't think y'all are even ready. I really don't think Knicks fans have peeped game. I don't think y'all peep what we doing. What we doing. We completely crashing out. What's going on is perfect. This is what we need to change stubborn Tibbs. This mm. is what we need to wake the front office up. They've done a great job, but, you know, they're trying to win, and they're starting to see, hold on, how we trying to win? This ain't the way. Somebody is getting themselves out of town. They gave their fans the thumbs down. They've been worse since Coach Woodson did. They've been worse since we started getting fans. Mm. This person, yeah. Julius Randle, he's been worse since he's gotten a contract extension. He's Alfred Paytoning. If you remember last year, <laughs> when Payton, when we gave him the boom, when we finally got what we wanted, Elf going on the shelf, we as fans saw that he mentally checked out. He wasn't defending well no more. He wasn't trying. He wasn't passing well no more. He wasn't driving well anymore. And you know that's like his strength mm. on offense driving, right? Yeah. He wasn't trying anymore. And I'm sure he's not a bummy player. I'm sure if he goes to another team, he'll be okay. What's going on with Julius Randle is perfect for us. We're going to get what we want. He's going to be gone. Before last season, we wanted him gone. Last season was amazing. But unfortunately, this year he's been worse than his first year here, which was bad. The yeah. spinning turnover yeah. constantly. Now it's gotten worse, right? Yeah. It's not the spinning turnover constantly anymore, but the body language is bad. Ducking the media, Carmelo would never. <laughs> Carmelo would <laughs> never duck the media. He sat there and spoke to the media when Phil was screwing up. Still, Carmelo would show up and talk, talk, talk. And Randall's ducking the media. Are you kidding me? But this is good for us because we're going to get what we want. We're going to get what we ultimately need. Evan Fournier said, uh, said it best after last game. Realistically, we have the talent. And he's right, in my opinion. This is one of the first times in years I see the team has the talent. It's sad. It's a dang shame that the coach doesn't see it. And mm-hmm. we can tell he doesn't based on minute distribution. Right now, yep. at this point, I think the front office is telling him play the Vets because we're about to sell them all for the low-low. It is what it is. We don't need to give them up for, for Beastie players because it's already on the roster. The mm. douche just needs to get loose. Mm. Did you not see last game? One minute, 43 seconds is all Jericho since played. Sexy alley slam, jam, early. like, wow, we could have used that this game. You understand what I'm saying? So they're clearly playing the vets. They're clearly getting ready to try and move some of them or buy them out, move them, sell them super low. We're going to be like, dang, only a second-round pick? Yeah, because we're not trying to get a, a beastie player in return. We're about to open up spots for the beastie players that we have. It's time to let Cam Reddish go off. Did you go. not see Cam Reddish's, uh, I believe um, it was uh, game six against the Milwaukee Bucks last year when they got eliminated? Yeah, he he performed on... very mm-hmm. well in that game. Sure he showed, did. yo, all that potential that that I got. Yo, when the season was on the line, I was here when Trey Young was injured up. Remember that? The Atlanta Hawks, they needed something. Mm-hmm. And Cam Reddish stepped up. He going to be ready once the trade deadline passed. Like I said, the deuce needs to get loose. IQ going to get... His groove on. He has great chem with well, Obi. is gonna benefit once we move Randall. And it's not so much that I really want to move Randall no more. You can tell, yo, bro. Google Kenny Payne. He's looking at a different job right now. If Kenny Payne dips, what do you think? What time it is? Oh, if Kenny oh, Payne man. dips, it's, it's it's a wrap. Oh, that's for Jimmy a wrap, Randall, bro. That's a wrap. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But again, this is a good thing. We're crashing out fast. This is a good thing. Look at the schedule. We're gonna see John ja Morant. That's an L. We're going to see Stephen Curry. That's an L. We're going to see some other teams that's, that's going to punish us, and it's going to be nasty, and it's good. It's the perfect time <laughs> for this so we can move on from the Julius Randall era. It's not how I wanted to move on from it. It's not how I wanted it to end. But once we move on from him, we finally get the kids to run for the second half of the season and develop. And RJ's going to have the keys Ooh, R.G.'s going to have the keys We're Optimus Grimes. Yeah. Running the floor transition <laughs> with IQ. <laughs> and Obi. it's going to be good, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be good. But we just have to let them finish crashing and burning hard. And that's what's going to happen leading up to this trade deadline. We're going to be losing you. badly. And and look how we're, we're, we're on ESPN. They're putting us on front street. They're putting us on blast so the world can see oh, man. how bad bad it is right now Oh God. This is a good thing. <laughs> we have to spin this into a good thing because i believe in the front office and they help put us where we are today i know they they can't be fooled and not see what's going on i have to believe in them because if the front office doesn't see this and they, and they don't fix it then we really, really we really are screwed yeah. so i have to believe that the front office sees what's going on and they're gonna fix it and it's Ooh. gonna start sadly with the departure of randall or probably with the departure of kenny payne
2: uh come looking at the news right now, man. Yeah. Looking look Spoon- yeah, right? yeah. looking spooky, right? Looking spooky. Nine Louisville basketball coach candidates to replace Chris Mack from Kenny Payne. Yep, Kenny Payne looking at uh looking look at, is spooky. Looking spooky hours, man. If Kenny Payne leave, Lord, Lord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Woo. Interesting, interesting, man. With In- that
1: being said, Ryan G, thank you so much. J Ellis, thank you so much. Nick's Nation, you already know what it is. 2 A.M. We up strong yeah. I don't know why They put the Bucks game So late That's a You yeah. know They usually play yes, Eastern times, But it's whatever It's whatever We are gonna take our licks We are gonna come back strong After this stretch of games Where we crash out And burn hard
2: Absolutely Look at man. it in
1: a good way fellas Look at it in a good way man This is a good thing Change is coming We'll see We'll see, we'll see. Alright Alright <laughs> right. Change is coming man Destroyer, Stay the bill. Destroyer the bill Stay Destroyer optimistic Don't give up
5: Stay optimistic man
2: Tell right, man I'm No gonna... doubt No doubt Tell them with the optimism, man. Tell them with the optimism, man. He says, listen, you have to destroy before you rebuild. It's burning to the ground, but we'll rise from the ashes like the Phoenix, and we'll be back again. That's what Telem Alejandro, Alejandro was saying, man. Destroy and rebuild. Exactly. Go ahead. Tell him, man. Oof. The one thing I will say, to, uh, say though, real quick, is, is Randall ducking the media or the Knicks holding Randall out of the media?
3: Yeah, that's an interesting question right there because what I would think is it's the team. I that, think that's what I would
2: think. I think it's the team because Randall said the Knicks didn't make them him available. And then as soon as he said that, uh Mark Vernon reported that uh you know, they they cut the interview short and pulled him out of there. And then they proceed to not make him available even after they paid the 25K prime for the first time. So yeah. that seems, that sequence seemed weird to me. Like, oh, the team, they made me available. Then they're like, oh, snap, you said too much. Cut to Mike. Get him out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, like <laughs> that seems really weird. That seems like an organization. Who's trying to hide something or trying to avoid bigger fines? Like,
3: Yeah. That- I mean, yeah, from the outside looking in, what I would think is the reason why they're trying to hold Randall out from talking to the media, it leads me to believe that there has to be something going on with him mentally. And, and Nick's organization knows with the way he's been playing lately, if they leave him out there to talk to the media, the media's going to get at him. Right. With the way he's playing lately. And I guess they're trying to like preserve Randall's mental health. That's that's what I would guess on the outside looking in. So they're like trying to keep him away from the media until he can hopefully get it together. That's what I that's what I'm thinking.
2: They should get him a sports therapist and save the twenty five K. Well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Next caller up, we got Chapman from Queens. You good you can go after Fritz.
6: All right, hey, what's up, fellas? What's, what's going on? What's you going guys on? are mad men, man. Uh, mad men.
7: I'm, You I'm, guys I'm, are so strong, baby. <laughs> guy, who cares? We're crazy.
6: We're just
2: I, getting started. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, I'm on, I got one but, eyelid open right now. I'm t- <laughs> hey, hey, listen, man. I, I, I,
6: you know, I love my Knicks. I, I, I love my Knicks. I, I, I'm starting to feel like I'm in I, I'm in the boxing ring watching my next man just trying
5: to <laughs> help Back, keep stay My on
6: two feet. arms up, two you. gloves up, and <laughs> it's rough. It is rough. But I won't lie, man. I, uh, I I got some good night's sleep and I just woke up and I'm like, all right, let me. I know it's going to be a rough one, so <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm listening to you guys like, oh my god, it's a massacre. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. hey, I, I I got a question for you fellas. Um, all right, so there's small market teams out there. You know, I, I'm sure they they're willing to take a chance on to buy low on on a possible uh, former uh, most approved player. I, I don't, Is it that horrible? How, like, how bad is this man's trade value? <laughs> <laughs> or like, what is his trade value? Uh, uh,
2: that is a great question. Yeah, it's hard to tell right now, honestly, what his trade value would be. Right, like I'm not sure because. what the trade value is. Like, is it a young piece and some picks? But is it, but it's like I feel like the young piece is like like maybe it's like a young piece who's also kind of diminished, but maybe a little bit younger in the pit. Like maybe it's something like that. That's that's my first thing that comes mm-hmm. to my mind. Maybe it's like a, a a young piece and a pick, but the young piece is kind of potential, but not ha but mm. it still hasn't reached his potential type of yet type of situation. Maybe somebody who's kind of gave you somewhere around the eighteen point mark, twenty point mark a game, but maybe had a down year two or something like maybe it could be something like that. I don't know. I, I really, I'm, I'm certain, yeah. I'm, I'm grasping at straws. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
6: What are you feeling, you know, Ryan? Uh, but, but um, okay. Go.
3: No, I was just going to say that I think if a team is going to trade for Randall, I believe it's going to be a team that has a point guard in place where Randall's only responsibility is going to be to score the ball. One, you know, when the point guard gives him the ball in the right areas to where, you know, he can, you know, score at. I don't think it's going to be a team where it's going to be a team I feel like they have pieces in place already and they have a point guard. I think it's going to be a team like that that might take a chance on Randall and, you know, Knicks can possibly get a piece for that team
2: right but i can't imagine just getting picked straight up from random and and that's it like i feel like we need something else in return where it could be potentially something and now you know what i'm saying so i don't i don't know who that would be at this point like i i've heard people say De'Aaron fox i've heard that name come across i've heard some people say they want more um what did we say today well yeah my brain's starting to shut down ryan help me out who else is is on the Kings?
6: <laughs> uh, um, uh, Buddy Halliburton, I've uh, uh, heard about his name. Yeah, Come I on wish we could. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it might be for
3: Bagley too. For
2: Bagley too,
6: I can yeah, see Bagley. Bagley only...
3: Bagley's unhappy in Sacramento right now, so I think Sacramento would be willing to move him. And maybe since they already have a point guard in place, and they just need that you know that guy in the front court that's going to score, they might take a chance with Julius Randall. I can see
2: that too. And it's funny, I haven't seen any rumors about Mitch. You know what I'm saying? I haven't seen anything about extending him, not extending him. Trade rumors, not. Tr- I haven't heard anything about Mitch. I can definitely see the Knicks like trying to, you know, scapegoat that, like, like bring somebody else in who can, you know, mitigate that situation if they're not sold on Mitch. But I'm, 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 I'm liking the direction Mitch is going in this year so far. So hopefully we keep him. Um, but uh, yeah, I. That, that's that's what it comes to mind. That's what comes to right now. Man, I still like C.J. McCollum, man. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a McCollum fan. I'm not sure what is... What is his status right now? Like, I know he just came back from from uh Yeah. He just came back from a collapsed lung. Yeah, um, he's playing right now. Yeah, he's playing right now, though. Portland, you know, I'm just looking at Portland like, all right, when are you breaking up the band? When are, you breaking up? <laughs> when are you breaking up the band? I know we don't need another wing, though. You know? That's the only thing. I know we don't need another wing. Yeah. But I know McCollum can actually put the ball in the basket. So,
6: you know. I want to ask you guys something. Um, like, for example, I I understand OPC is very shrewd. Uh, Mark Preston, I believe the man's name is. If you have a hard time attracting free agents, why not? I would be personally licking my chops trying to get uh, somebody like Julius or somebody – a, a location that um that has trouble attracting free agents.
2: You said name location has a tr- problems problems attracting TV agents. That's what you asked me.
6: Yeah, that, this is the for me. This is the time to strike. This is like oh, all right. locations. Yeah. Any small market it, uh, team
2: of what anybody that's not the big any, is anybody that's not New York, LA, Chicago. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it could yeah. be it could be Detroit, it could be Sacramento, it could be Portland, it could be Portland, you, it could be you. <laughs> I mean, it could, I you. Know. It could I was, okay. I see what you did there. I see what you. Did. I see. I see what you did because there have been rumors. Like yeah. I don't. I, I don't take those rumors with a grain of salt. I feel like. I feel like um. Yo, why is my brain shutting off right now? What's the point guard? Sure, right, yeah. no, The Donovan Mitchell, yeah. Donovan, I feel like Donovan Mitchell's been rumored to come to the Knicks for years. If he ends up coming to the Knicks next season, I'll be, I'll be, I, I would throw a me. Yeah, overly ecstatic. I'd be overly <laughs> ecstatic. I'll overly ecstatic. But, but for that to happen, that's not happening this offseason. I mean, that's not happening, you know, according to the rumor.
4: If yeah. You guys
2: haven't heard hmm. the rumor. The rumor is if there's a first round exit for the Utah Jazz, then Donovan Mitchell. Um, wants to become a New York Knicks. So um if it was to happen it would happen in the summer if that rumor is even true. If it's true. But we don't yeah. but we don't know if it's true or not. But uh, it would be nice.
5: <laughs> I,
2: no more than nice. Man. I would be happy with that. Definitely be happy with that. Absolutely <laughs> happy with that. Ecstatic.
6: <laughs> I I I didn't see uh, Obi played, man. Um how's his body language? How's he uh Weather in the storm. The Tibbs uh you
2: know thing. Um, looked okay in the first half, didn't really score a lot of points, but uh he had a nice little thumb the wrist dunk off like off a fake dribble handoff, which was the highlight of the game. And yeah, and he him and Randall played some small ball at the end and didn't really work out when he played small ball, but you know, that's it is what it is. He had 50, 15 minutes today from OV. Five minutes more than he usually gets. Hopefully we get it to twenty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'll say this yeah.
3: about Obi too. He did seem frustrated when he was taken out in the fourth quarter. If you looked at the reaction on his face when he went to the bench, definitely did. He definitely <laughs> looked frustrated that he was taking out the game. Definitely did. But
2: yo, thanks for calling. In. I think we have another caller coming up oh. too. Unless yeah. you have one more question. Care, fellas, man. All right. Alright, cool. All right. Hey,
0: what's up? What's
2: up? What's going on? Hey man, what's up?
0: Hey, what's going on? Yeah, I I just wanted to talk about some of the players you talked about. Okay. Um, We were talking about the Trailblazers. Uh, Yeah, is back. He's playing. Uh, But it seems to be Anthony Simons' show right now. Oh, Anthony Simons has has been the the
2: topic of the discussion over the last couple of days, actually. You're right about that.
0: Yeah. They're trying to see where this kid's feeling because he's he's doing the thing. So... um, yeah, basically they got four guys between Simon's, um, Norman Powell, Damon Lillard, CJ McCollum. Right. At before the deadline, one got to go. By the summer, two got to go. <laughs> right. So, mm-hmm. um, so that's that's kind of where they're at. I'm not sure what they're trading because I, I, I don't I don't think they even want to touch. Right now, they just want to see what Simons could do. Right now, so he's off the board. is off the board, so McCollum may be available. So,
2: yeah, he's um, yeah, yeah. McCollum is a legit scorer, yeah. man. Like, I feel like, but it's like it's another
0: wing, though. It's definitely another wing. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he's kind of like he's kind of like that. You know who McCollum reminds me of? It was like kind of James Harden before. Like James Harden was um, a shooting guard until they turned him into a point guard. Mm-hmm. Like McCollum could be a point guard and he could be a shooting guard at the same time. Like, but at his age, do you want to really make him change positions? Right. Yeah. You know what I mean?
2: Good point. Good point. Yeah. It's, um, it's just having another wing would be problematic too. You definitely have to get rid of more wings. But, I mean, yeah. if if you're talking, going, oh, we'll get rent, if they want a power forward, you know, they, I think the salaries match. You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and um, you guys mentioned Marvin Bagley. Mm. Um, He's coming off his rookie contract, so um, he's at the point where you're going to have to give him a qualifying offer or you're going to have to sign him to, a, you know, one of those extensions. Mm. But Tibbs would absolutely... If Tibbs is having problems with Obi, he would have a fit with that because defense, yeah. not his thing, not his thing. But, I mean, we, we have we have the personnel for it, so we got the big man whisperer. So, I mean, if Tins wasn't the coach, it's something like I I, I wouldn't mind exploring, but Tins is coach. I'd rather stick with Mitch. Um, <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. I would I yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I admit
3: that. I was just mentioning that Bagley's unhappy in Sacramento, so Sacramento would be looking to probably move him. That's all I was trying to say. Absolutely.
0: Oh yeah they they're, they're looking they're they're looking they're looking to move him. Absolutely. Because they're not giving him they're not giving him that qual they're not even giving him that qualifying. He was he was drafted what top three, so his qualifying order um his qualifying is like seventeen like seventeen million or something now nah, I'm
2: good on that. I'm de- I'm definitely down to keep Mitch if anything, man. <laughs> I'm 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 definitely good on that. I like the way I like what Mitch has been doing lately. He seemed like he's stronger. You, you notice know that, that Mitch isn't dunking on people? Now, nah, like usually when he gets the rebound, he comes up kind of soft. He's been two handed shacking dunking on people's heads recently. So Yup. I'm I'm liking yeah. that from Mitch.
0: I mean I just don't like how just Mitch hasn't he hasn't added a hook. He hasn't added anything like but nothing to, around the back he has to be healthy I just find... he has to be healthy like yeah. people, people i just find it so weird like yeah i just <laughs> find it so weird in three years you haven't got you haven't gotten a little hook you haven't got a little little putt shot you
2: haven't gotten anything well you saw he added a little hand the little dribble thing off the and and dunk but f- people have to add stuff to the game in the summer that's when players usually add things off their game so he's been injured all summer and they've just been hiding it. So if he's going to add like any type of hook, any type of three, it's going to happen in the summers. It's not going to happen mid-season. Mm-hmm. All right. yeah. oh, oh, shout and, out to, the, the shout last... to J.D. Sports Talk. Hold on. Shout out to J.D. Sports Talk who's popping in here. You still up too, man? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's Mad Knicks fans up right now. Mad Knicks fans. <laughs> Jeez, Max. Yeah. They're all crazy. <laughs>
0: yeah. So the, the last player I would say anything about is J- Jalen Brunson. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, it, it would seem really simple if Knicks, oh, Knicks give them a, a pick and a player. Um, but the other way the Knicks can – the Dallas, I think, would try to finesse the Knicks is trying to um, say, hey, we're, we're ultimately going to do a deal in summer. Why don't we do it now? And then they may ask for quickly at, at that point. And that's
6: uh, – in, instead no. of waiting for the summer,
0: Yeah. Nah, I'm good. No, so I, 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 I don't think he's worth. I, I really don't. I really don't think he's worth. Um, you know, the high regard people have for him, I don't think he's worth that much. I think he's he's a solid player, but just I just don't think he's anywhere near an elite player. Not near. He's not an elite player. He's not. I don't think he's above average player.
2: Yeah, he's solid. He's gonna he's gonna give you the, he's gonna give you some mid range. He's gonna give you some defense. He's gonna steady the ship. He's gonna be consistent. That's something that's quickly not right now. Yeah. Um. But you know, if quickly gets the minutes, he probably he can get there. But right now, he's not that. Um. So when yeah. I get quickly up for him right now, probably not. Probably not. Yeah. But um. Me either. I don't know yeah. if Dallas would right now either because I feel because they're they're kind of behind the eight ball. Like they they're still tra- they're still yeah. in a playoff chase uh Tim Hardaway Jr going down is a big hit for them so they're going to have to I feel like they're going to have to yeah. receive at least more bodies if anything if, they, yeah. if they're going to yeah. give I, give him up I, and probably need somebody's going to the, be able to contribute Knicks, like day 1 yeah. if they, yeah. if, they, if, they, if they're in the playoff chase you know what I'm saying yeah
0: yeah I I think ultimately the, the Knicks and Dallas will do a deal just because Dallas has a, a big trade exception and um, Timmy just went down.
2: Yeah, Timmy was just down. So they have to So
0: I think they, I think that might they might take Burks off their hands, maybe for free or for like a second round pick. Um, but they have that big trade exception, and Burks would fit right in there. I would.
2: I think I would. I would do that.
0: <laughs> I would do it. It just,
2: would suck just, just It just would to get suck him off the book. I might do it man because we just need we just need if we're not going to make the playoffs right now we just need addition by subtraction at this point it sucks to give a pick for him because you if you wait a year or two Burke's contract then becomes viable so it, it, it feels weird to give a mm-hmm. pickup for him but this is like man how far we've fallen to give him yeah. because he, he could definitely help them for sure.
4: I hate, yeah. it. I hate it here, man. Yeah. I hate the position we're in right
2: now. I <laughs> <Y'all> hate <laughs> it, yo. uh ten dollar super chat from JD says, "Much respect to you, JLS. I watched you before I arrived in this space." Question to you and your panelists: What player would you bet will not be here post deadline?
3: Hmm, I'd say like- for me. Burks or Kemba. Though, I think those are the two where I would be like they're not gonna be here once the trade deadline comes. Absolutely. Or passes, I mean.
2: Yeah, I agree with you, Burks or Kemba, because well Kemba has the least amount of years. Um and he's not he doesn't cost that much money. And depending on how the front office feels, like you said before, um, there could be a buyout situation for him. And and Burks can still contribute to teams, like he even though he's kind of been down so far this season, he can still contribute to teams and he's contributed everywhere he's gone, even though he's not the best, but he's not the worst. And, and because he can contribute and because he doesn't cost that much, it's just through the years. I feel like he's the most likely to go. Evan is good too, but you know, he's that, that contract make will make him a little bit harder to move. So yeah, it'll be Kimba and Evan Fournier most likely to leave. And also like and also too, it just seems like um the news has come out recently and we talked about it earlier. It seems like the Knicks are are more likely to keep the young guys around. That's what it, that's what it seems like. Because Ian kind of talked about it earlier. He talked about uh the Knicks hold OB and IQ in high regard and they refuse to add Grimes to any trade packages for Cam. So it seems like the Knicks are prioritizing keeping the the youth the youth together. So Kemba and Evan. For sure. All yeah. right. Oh, Fritz says he has one more call up. All right, cool, Fritz. This is the the marathon. <laughs> Yo, I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all wanna talk more after one AM than the regular show, but let's go. For real. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Let's get it.
3: Yeah! Yeah. Man, I have to call. It's late. It's a bad <laughs> L. We just gonna we just gonna have the energy up. Everybody probably done burned. they probably done burned Tibbs first car down, second car down. They probably blew up Randall's car. It is what it is. <laughs> I just calling in with the energy. Like we like I said before, we're not gonna see nothing until either A trade deadline or B, we're completely out the playoff picture. We just gotta deal with it. Like you always say, it's a worldwide mess. But we here, all 82, as world always,
0: you're able <laughs> On that note, <laughs> fellas, I'm out. Salute. Glad y'all do what y'all do. All right, man. I
2: appreciate the, the last-minute year. <laughs> 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 to inject some life into the, into the show, man. For real. Oh, man. <laughs> crazy, crazy, crazy. All right, man. Yeah, Y'all, y'all rocking with us today. All right. 2 a.m. squad.
3: Yeah. It's 2, 30 in the it's morning. Two
2: AM in the morning on a Friday, no work. Let's get it. We here talking this next talk, man. um Also, yo Fritz, let's 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 try fubu fubu first. You gonna do the fubu first? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna let y'all you know one thing. All right. I'm um, shout out to my guy. uh Oh my gosh. Wow. I'm, I'm all right, two in the morning. My brain goes. My my brain goes blank at two in the morning. It just it just it just is what it is. But um. <laughs> So, as you guys know, this I noticed some Knicks fans who's been having problems watching uh, Knicks games, especially got you guys in Connecticut, the, the people who were watching it at Comcast, right? So, uh, because of that, I've actually uh, signed an affiliate with uh, FUBU TV. So, FUBU TV, you're able to watch Knicks games, you're able to stream Knicks games live, um and they don't have blackouts like other programs so if you're a knicks fan if you're having trouble watching knicks games especially even connecticut and in those kind of areas you have Comcast and you're trying to do like the legal little, little thing you you can go to fubu tv and you can sign up there you'll get 100 plus channels you get the cloud and there's no contract that's the other thing there's no contract you can you can stay and go when you want and after the season, you dip if you want to. So, there's going to be a link that's going to be passed passed around. There's actually a link in the description. All links in the description, actually, for FUBU TV, for um, for uh, the Instagram, the, the, the Twitter, all those things. And it, it'll help you guys out if you want to watch these next games, all right? Even it Also, if you, you just want to cut cable and you want to go the alternate route, hit up FUBU TV. And, um... It'll be helping us out too. be helping us out and helping yourself out too. watching these next games and we'll be able to help us fund the nick and tom show and keep things moving all right shout out to yes, you guys sir. uh and shout out to Fubu tv all right
3: <clears throat> yeah we got a five dollar super chat too
2: and um, we got a five dollar super okay the two okay all right the two a.m crew be here with the super chats i mean hold on i gotta i gotta do y'all yeah, right i gotta do... i gotta get you a shout out to the super chat, all right Shout out to to Adele Chapman sends a file to super chat says, "Got to support and let you guys know you appreciate it. I'm happy to hear that about the youth. I can send around, new coaches, new coaches, new coaches. People are people are people are throwing away, throwing up new coaches, man. Man, uh, I think, I
3: think Ackerson's he he's an assistant coach somewhere. I forgot what team." But he's he's not available right
2: now. That's all I know. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's available right now either. I want, man, I have have a love-hate relationship with Tibbs, man. Yeah. I have a love-hate relationship with Tibbs. If anything, I would like the front office to be like, hey, man, can you be a little more flexible? I I think I want to do a talking to at first. Can you be a little bit more flexible with your rotations? Can you give OB five more minutes a game, 10 more minutes a game? can you i think that'd be the first first phase me yeah. sh- i don't i i do not we talked about this last show we do i do not want this carousel of coaches every year especially after he just won coach of the year i know, I know ryan just said that on last on show he also said it on the ig it, yeah it's, it's just the wrong time to fire tips after winning coach of the year it's just not a good look
5: mm.
3: exactly it's but good. like you said, if they talk to Thibs and he still doesn't adjust, then they're gonna have to do the adjustment for him. Then they got to get rid of the
2: vets. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. But he needs to be a little bit more flexible. He t- he did he talked all this talk about you know going on a spiritual journey with coaches and seeing how they do things, and then like you apply some of that stuff you learned studying in Golden State, studying. Talk to your boy Van Gundy, man. Call, call that man because I already know at Learn. this point. At this point, you heard what Jeff he has to have heard what Jeff Gun- Gundy said, I think, right? Maybe <laughs> Maybe. Like that's your man's. That's your man's. Like if I was outside, if I was coaching some ju- some some team and then I hear Ryan G, yo, Jay, Jay Ellis, man, he his rotations is, is horrible. And then, <laughs> <he's> like, <laughs> I would have to call Ryan G like, oh, Ryan, what the hell? So yeah, he had to have called him by at some point. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully he gets the point i'm i'm i am I know i'm overly optimistic sometimes but i'm hoping he gets together and at the very least even if he tips his move in this season or two or next season like maybe johnny bryan takes over like you guys have been begging for i, I don't want to go to complete oh some new system new coach complete like i hate that i hate that yo Ugh, hate it facts all right man whoo all right, that is our show. It is two thirty six a.m., and I am ready to, to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ryan, Ryan G, let them know where they can find you, sir. You can find me on Instagram
3: at Sir G is chilling. Sir is chilling. That's S I R G is C H I L L I N and you can also find me on Twitter at Ryan G K O T, and. I also made a new Instagram as well. That's gonna be a new Instagram for G's Corner. So be on the lookout for that when I drop my next episode, oh, which got, I think.
2: On, we got a whole separate Instagram for G's Corner. Yeah, we oh, yeah, got a whole separate Instagram for
3: God. G's Corner. He
2: said, "Nah, okay, okay, I see, you, I see Yes, you, sir.
3: you, see you, see you, alright." So do second I gotta tag episode.
2: you? Do I gotta tag you on the G's Corner now? Like, do I like what we talked about? Yeah, right? you gotta,
3: yeah. Okay, yeah, You gotta okay. have to tag me on G's Corner. Right. Yeah, um, second episode should be. This weekend, I'm probably going to touch on trades a little bit. So be on the lookout
2: for that. Got you. Trade episode. Ooh. All right. All right. I might have to put like a whole little new section up on YouTube for G's Corner. I might have to do that. To put G's... Especially if it's Nick's related. I'll put some Nick's related on, on KOT or something. i might have to do that for your G's Corner. All right. All right. Shout... Another $5 super chat, man. All right. All right. All right. Says, wait. Tibbs has been playing Grimes, OB, and IQ meaningful minutes. The problem is that Rose is out. Kemba can't be can't ball like that. I mean, sorry, Kemba can't ball like he used to as a starter. Now you're right. Kemba actually had a pretty decent game for the first half of the game. Then he kind of fizzled out. Uh if you have D Rose, you should be able to litigate some of that situation. Cause you know, when IQ goes off the rails, like D Rose can take over and be the lead guard. Today, IQ went off the rails in the fourth quarter. And so you have to go back to Kemba. But with um, Rose is back, you may be able to split it. But um, I don't know if Kemba's going to be here past the trade deadline. We'll see.
3: Yeah, it's highly unlikely. And Panatha for life? Yeah, we all live right now. We, we are wild like that. We are crazy like that. It is live. It is
2: live. <laughs> we, we signing off, though. We signing off, though. We... <laughs> you cashing the tail end, but but we'll be here we'll be talking next after the games um west coast trip west coast trip in the middle of the work week though i'm con i am contemplating doing the next day i'm contemplating doing that for the west coast trip what are you guys feeling no no sk you don't have to be sorry for keeping us up you gave us you gave us a, a super chat glamour nicks is still up oh my gosh oh and- <laughs> <what? Yo. laughs> Yeah, at this point at this
3: point I feel like the whole Knicks family still up. Like everybody just males at it's lost. Everybody can't go to sleep, but so everybody else everybody's still up just, just do whatever.
2: Nobody cries themselves to sleep after the Knicks games anyway. Everybody just comes over here and talks about it. Okay, I feel you I feel you guys. All right, I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Glamour Nix says, throw up a poll. Oh, like, oh, throw up a poll. Like, do you want to do the, the, the post game the next day or that night for the West Coast trip? That's a good idea, actually. Yeah, yeah, probably put that up on Twitter. All right. Put up on Twitter. You should be able to do a YouTube poll, too.
3: Yeah. I mean, wherever, you know, just, you know, tally up the votes and see if the people want the post game the same night or the next day.
2: I just know, am I gonna be doing a post game on myself every night in the West Coast? Because I know I'd be, I'm, I might be the crazy one to be up.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm a late night person, so I'll definitely be up for the West Coast. Game. Okay, if
2: Ryan G say he's gonna be up, then I might, and y'all, and y'all vote that, and y'all vote that y'all gonna be up, then I'll be up for sure. I'll be up for sure. But we'll do, we'll do a YouTube poll for sure. All right. All right, all right. That that is our show. Next show, when is the next game? I think is it
3: Sunday or Monday? Hold on, hold on, hold Because I think it's the Kings that's next. I believe
2: the Kings are future trade partners. All right, Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, if the Aaron Fox end up on the Knicks, that's gonna be funny too because he's been trolling us all last season. For real,
3: the next game Monday, and that's the a regular two. game.
2: That's regular time.
3: Yeah, because it's it's in the, it's at the Garden, so it's gonna be regular time seven thirty.
2: Okay, so we got seven thirty game, seven thirty game, um yeah, eight o'clock, eight thirty game on a Saturday. That's not, that's bad. not bad. Nine o'clock. Well, yeah, that, that eh, that's not that's not so that's not so so uh, that's kind of on the border.
3: Now the Knicks and Warriors at ten o'clock on Thursday. Yeah, that's going to be the late one.
2: Ten o'clock on Thursday, Lord, Lord, Lord. Okay. Ten o'clock on Thursday, nine o'clock on Tuesday. Okay, we're gonna have a poll for these games right here. <laughs> we're gonna <have> a, we're <laughs> yeah, gonna poll jazz, for these games. The Warriors, yeah, the Jazz, yeah, the Jazz Nuggets and Warriors are gonna be polling. We'll be polling. We'll be polling. All right, but stay tuned. Stay tuned. Thanks for thanks for thanks for rocking with us, guys, and um. All right, that is our show. Um Oh yeah, and as always, Shout out the worldwide west. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. It's a mess out here, all right? That is our show. We are out of here. Peace. Peace. New York, New York big city your dreams. I'm
0: coming, 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 coming straight out of York, New York big city your dreams in NYC.